I gonna thought you were going to do it, man. You thought I was going to do wow. it. Wow. In fact, I almost expected you to do it <laughs> <laughs> in the first episode that we, we hey, record together in 24. You, you know what? I it, It's always in my mind, but... I'm sitting there watching you, <laughs> watching you decide whether or not to do it. Uh, well, hey, everybody, I'm Charles. <laughs> no, you're no, not. just kidding. Sorry. Uh, oh, this is Charles. And I'm Josh. And we want to welcome you back to the Lead a Link podcast. This is our first episode recording this year together. Um, last week, we had Rex Howes. If you haven't listened to that episode, highly recommend go and check it out. Uh, but Josh, excited to record with you again. Yeah, man. We're in our new studio. Yeah. At In my new study at the church, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. So for those of you who may not remember, for years now, Josh and I have been recording in my closet <laughs> uh, because that was just, uh, I don't know, the, there was enough space it was, and it was... It was ideal sound-wise. So, yeah, sound-wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with all the clothes and stuff. But, and you have a huge closet. I mean, the closet's... Not much smaller than my study here. I mean, really. That, yeah, and that's maybe. It's, it's yeah. a little bit angled, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. so we are recording uh, from Josh's new office. He is now the lead pastor. Yep. The number one. Yeah. Although he wouldn't say number one. No, no. No, because that's not, that's just not the kind of guy Josh is. And I'm in an elder-led church, so I've got, you know, five other guys who I, who are, who are, um, not employed by the church, but who serve with me as basically we pastor the church together. So it's it's a team dynamic, which is for a guy who's stepping into this role for the first time, that is like amazing because I have people that are walking with me. So it's not an isolated, lonely kind of what do I do now? I can sit down with them and be like, okay, you know, I, I can drive the ship. I can execute, but help me as we think through how to do this best. Is it called Firewheel Bible Church or is it's it Firewheel, Firewheel Bible Bi- Fellowship? Firewheel Bible Fellowship. Yeah. And I knew that. I yeah. knew that going into it. Uh, anyway, so Firewheel Bible Fellowship. And uh, we got to watch you preach New Year's Eve. Yeah, my first sermon here. First sermon ever. Yeah. And uh, I got to say that I met some of the elders. And yeah. the the sermon, it was on fire, man. Thanks, it dude. was It was awesome. So... For this episode, I just kind of wanted to talk to you about how how are things going as you're getting started in this new in this new job. Well, so it's been I think a unique onboarding process in many ways. Um, but first of all, I'm I'm I am stepping into this role, and there's been a transitional pastor in place for the past year and a half. So they've been without a a full time kind of dedicated pastor. Uh, the guy who's been in that role, who's been transitioning the church, or who's been transitional is the title they chose. It's an interim gig, right? right? Yeah. Uh, he's fantastic, and he did such a good job. Um, honestly, he did some of the things that are difficult to do, uh, and that would have been probably, you know, it, for the guy coming in, it would have been a, you know, spend a lot of capital up front. So he handled some of those things, mm. knowing I'm going to be here for a short time and then go. Um, and so he's awesome. I'm so grateful for him and all that he's done. So that that was kind of nice, but at the same time, I'm walking into kind of a tabula rasa. Um, uh, this church has existed for almost 90 years. It's a very fancy word for saying blank slate. That's precisely what that is. That's ex- <laughs> that's that's not a fancy word. It's just Latin. I, I think it's Latin. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, you could yeah, just say yeah. it in English, but yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have a master's degree, so I, I know great and wise things that most Whoa, people don't. Wow. You know. Uh, anyways, yeah. So I, it's been a it's been a um, 
every job that I've walked into so far, somebody has sat down with me and briefed me on this is where we're at. You know, this is where we've been. This is where we're at. This is where we're going. And this because I've been in second chair, third chair, fourth chair, fifth chair roles. Right. Whereas in this one, it's like, this is where we've been. What do you want to know? Hmm. Yeah. Um, and then what do you what what do you want to do? Like they're asking me that, and I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you're you're asking me what I want to do? I don't I don't I don't understand that. That's um, but that's because I've never been in this role. So yeah, it's been great so far. My team here is awesome. They are troopers. They've endured for a year and a half of a transition between lead pastors, which says speaks a lot for them. Um, the people of Firewheel are phenomenal, fantastic, unbelievable, just welcoming, generous, kind. We were five and a half minutes late getting into the service because people were just yeah. welcoming yeah. us and wanting yeah. to get to know who we were. Right. And, you know, we were first time guests yeah. and all that. So. One of our elders, I went to lunch on Tuesday, uh, Wednesday. And he was like, hey, you know, tell me more about Charles and Jen. And I was like, yeah, this is Charles, my best friend, this is his wife, and yada, yada, yada. And another small world thing, your wife, Jen, she knew somebody. Yeah. She knew, you know, one of the guys who goes here, She's he. they've um, worked together in the past. I was like, what a small world. So anyways, yeah, I mean, life is good. It's going to just get more and more challenging as we move forward because right now I'm still, I have been putting it this way. I've got my big toe in the water. Mm. But at this point, I still can't, you know, give any judgment on whether it's hot or cold because it's just dipped in. Um, so I'm working on getting my foot submerged, and that's just going to take a little bit more time. Well, I don't know what you could hear from the pulpit, but, you know, we were probably sitting, what, six rows in, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And the message you were preaching, I could hear the, mm, you know, the the, nice. the the room was with you. Cool. Um, so for whatever that's worth, yeah. you know, I mean, um, I think everyone was probably yeah. <laughs> wondering who this guy, right. is he going to connect with us? Is he going to, yeah. you know, is he going to be the, the right leader? And what's funny is that was as much passion and, and like emotion that I poured into that sermon, both preparing it and preaching it from a communication standpoint, it's probably one of my, I wouldn't say flops, but I did not, um, I did not. I was glued to my manuscript more than I normally am. I was, you know, my voice trembled a little bit more because it was emotional. Like, it's it's a big deal for me. I this told is, you right, afterwards yeah, that yeah. it brought tears to right. my eyes. Yeah. Um, so from, from a from a purely communication standpoint, I was like, I really don't feel like that was my... It wasn't a knockout in that sense, but because the content was like, I'm just preaching the gospel. Like, that's what I'm going to do here. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, reading anyways. from the manuscript a little bit more than usual? Then, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, but yeah. A flop? No. Yeah. I, I disagree. I, I appreciate I, that, yeah. Yeah. And, and I went back and watched it. I always like to watch myself because I'm awesome. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's always uh, weird watching yourself. It is. It is weird watching yourself. But I do I do take a lot of interest in how I actually come across from, from the standpoint of the audience. And the best you can do today is watch video. So it's kind of like watching game film. Like, what could I do better? How can I be a little bit more... I don't mind. I, I I'm not a um, I'm a nostalgic guy. So standing behind the pulpit, not really moving around and being like you know audience grabbing. That's when I'm teaching. It's a whole other story, right? That's when I'm in a classroom. I'm a very moving dynamic. But when I'm preaching, I feel like it's a. I don't feel like I think it's a much more sacred and unique event, and it's 
Not that I'm stoic, as you well know, but um, it's just different. So I don't mind standing behind the pulpit. But I would love to, you know, be more free in my movements. And and sometimes I feel like, you know, do I look like a statue when I just have my arms by my side? Is there something, is there a better way to, like, get my body engaged? So there, those are always things running through my head. And then, you know, I think at one point I know I said Shep Hoard instead of Shepherd. I was like, eh. but anyways, and, you know, everyone was talking about how, yeah, how yeah. big of a flop yeah, that was yeah. after the sermon. I know, Shep, I know. you know, you was, can't say those things. I was things. thinking about the whole time. Josh, nope, <laughs> nobody heard it. <laughs> I, I did. I did. But and, both when I spoke it and, and when I, uh, and when I watched it, but yeah. So anyways, it's, man, it's great. I, I can't believe that it's finally here that I'm getting to do this. And on that note, I, I watched myself on game time yeah, feel all, yeah, all the time and it is uncomfortable to watch right because i'm like oh geez that could have gone different yeah. but you get so much value out of it for sure all for right sure. so this is kind of a long time coming not necessarily that you were expecting this role no, yeah. or this kind of position years ago but you've been developing over the years like you said in fifth fourth third second chair positions right. What is your strategy? Let's just say 2024. What? Sure. Uh, how do you want to approach 2024? What I was just thinking about last night was, what do I need to do this year? From January 1 to December 31, 2024, I need to focus on the fundamentals of pastoring. Mm. Right? I need to be good during the week in my schedule for taking time to really deeply study and write for sermons. I need to take my time to sit down with my elders on a regular basis to get to yeah. know them and how we lead together. I need to sit down with leaders in the church, teachers, you know, Bible study leaders, ministry leaders, get to know them. I need to do that with my staff as well, mm-hmm. right? Just um, learning who they are and and more than even their 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 ability to lead the church. I need to get to know them as a pastor so that I can help shepherd them and love and care for them because that's. I mean, if I can't do that, then it doesn't matter how great of a leader I am. My right. job is not to lead per se. My job is to care for people who are here, yeah. who call this their home. Um, if I can then take that and use that care, not as not not in a manipulative way, but then to go, okay, how what what, what hill is the Lord pointing us to go after, right? Right. Uh, then great. But even if it just stops there, that's the fundamentals. Uh, preaching well on Sundays, like going to hospital visits, doing all the things that like, that's what a pastor does. That's what I want to focus on. And then, you know, if things open up, if doors open to go, okay, let's tweak this, let's tweak that. Because I don't even know what to tweak yet. I mean, there's a few things that I've seen. Uh, but outside of that, there's just, I don't I don't know what I don't know at this point. So you, know, you can see I've got a little whiteboard wall behind me thinking through things like <clears throat> we've got some staff positions that we need to fill over time. And, you know, I've got funds for one of those, maybe. Uh, I've got dreams, but all that requires money and then some ideas. But those will be, you know, honestly, some of those will be multi-year sure. kind of, uh, you know, working through things, preaching through things. And so, yeah, it's kind of that's where we're at. Well, one of the things that I really like about what I heard just now is that you don't want to change for change's sake, no. essentially. And, no. and, and I, I think... Too often I see people attain leadership positions and they mistakenly believe that in order to justify that position, that it requires that they do something different. Right. Maybe, yeah. but but maybe not also, <clears throat> yeah. you know, and so for you, 
learning right. firewheel is your, it sounds yeah. like that's main, mainly your that's goal. That's kind of the goal, yeah. Learning firewheel and learning my role <clears throat> yeah. at the same time. Because, yeah. you know, on, on what you just said, I think we've talked about this book before. I've got it. No, I, I don't know if it's in here. Anyways, um, it is the uh, book by Chip and Dan Heath called Switch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, one I've, my, I've got that book on my shelf too. I've, I've not read it yet, okay, but I've got, yeah. the, I've got it on my shelf. Yeah, it's still. I read it in seminary. It was one of my. I took a class on change management, and that was my favorite book. I think. I think it's probably still one of my favorite, like business leadership books. Hmm. Anyways, long story short, one of their things, and this is it's so it's so commonsensical, and yet we never implement it. Is find the bright spots and celebrate them. Hmm. Right, that's yeah. their number one thing in change management. Don't come in and go, oh, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's yeah. wrong. They say go find where things are going great and maximize it, and then people start to give you that capital. Going, hey, they're, he's taking something that's at a nine and moving it to a ten or a ten to an eleven. Like, okay, so when something it is a it is at a you know, is not even turned on, and you got to switch it up to one. You know, they're like they're not like ah, it's too loud, right? So, um, anyway, I, and again, who knows what happens? You know, but that's kind of the. There's so many things bouncing around my mind as far as what to do, but I, I'm not gonna. Not I, hopefully, I don't charge too hard, too fast, and at well, least not for things like not not to change the structure. Well, as somebody who's never served as a, <clears throat> as a pastor, or as somebody who's never served at a high level leadership role in, in a large organization or an organization of any size, for that matter. Um, what are you talking about? You sit at the head of yeah. JNC Leadership Consulting is a very small group, <laughs> but uh, I think your approach of getting really to to know people on a on an individual level over time yeah is going to help tune you into where those switches are going to need to be made. Sure, and I'm sure our listeners know this. I'm I've said it many times. Your one of your skills is really knowing people i mean uh somebody can tell me their name and if i remember it five minutes later i consider that an accomplishment <laughs> you know but you not only remember their name you remember their kids names right. and where they go to school and you know all, all the details and yeah. family needs and so i think that your approach is great i think yeah. over time you will you will get a temperature for the church right. as a whole not just certain people in the church but as a whole right and figure out where you want to where you want to go forward yeah yeah and you know that's the 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 names thing people always go do you you know what kind of memory tool do you use i'm like i don't i just remember but i remember not because i'm because my memory these days like i used to have a really good like i could read a book and remember what i read today (laughs) it's like i read and i'm like did i did i even open this book i don't even (laughs) i gotta but i still can remember people's names and i think that's because like, that's my job. Like, yes, I preach. Yes, I have to do leadership. But my job, and it's it's not a it's not a leadership gimmick. It's not like a, this is how you maximize people for the sake of something else. It's like, not manipulative. Exactly. Yeah. My yeah. job is to know people and to care for them. Yeah. And if I can't know their names and who they are and what they've been doing and what their kids are doing, I cannot do my job. So it is yeah. essentially a skill. Of being a pastor, it, I it, think so. It's it, and you either and, and and I'm naturally good at it, right? But you either naturally good at it or you learn how to do it. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I don't. There's not many roles that that's necessarily true of, but I, I that's just 
people ask me like, you're so good at that. I'm like, yeah, yes, I'm naturally gifted in that, but there's nothing else matters to me if I can't know somebody's name. Like, just nah, anyway, sorry. That's my soapbox. No, it's all right. Um, that's well. That's yeah. that's part of the yeah. benefit of yeah. having a podcast. Is it's like a right. Yeah, it's a, you can talk about things. <laughs> whatever yeah. kind of soapbox right. you want. So. Of course, we try and keep things professional for the sure. most part, yeah. right? But yeah. All right. So another question I have is you. When you've been in the the fifth, fourth, third right. chair position, second chair uh, at your most recent organization, you started at a church that was quite large. Yes, um, I think at one time, not when I was there, but it was it was I think in the early two thousands, the largest church in the United States. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then over time, you have moved to churches that are smaller. Yep. And kind of progressively, right? Because yeah. the next one and then the next one and then right. now here. Now it's the Heights and the yeah. other Parkway Hills and now here. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> what do you see on the horizon? Because I know this area is growing. I mean, mm-hmm. where we are in, in North Texas, this place is just booming. We're getting a lot of people moving in. Businesses are really thriving in this mm-hmm. area. What do you see kind of as the long-term direction for Firewheel? Because... I think that there's probably a lot of opportunity here. Now I know that, you know, you would want to probably do it organically. You're not just trying to overnight, but right. what, I mean, what do you see as that future? Well, here, let me put it this way. One of my, I have two visions, kind of personal visions in my mind that, that would, it wouldn't matter where I was at in the world. It would mm. be true. One of those visions is that I want to have a wall of pictures in my study that's that that is me and a, and a young man or a man who I have been able to bring into the church, train up whether they're going to seminary or not, and then launch out to be pastors. Whether they're lead guys, second chair guys, doesn't matter, right? I, I when when I am gray headed and old, and I walk into my study, I want a, a wall that's just covered with that, hmm. right? That's a personal vision of mine, because, and again, I'm I'm. Going into you know this what Second Timothy two two says that Paul, Paul instructs Timothy to entrust the gospel to faithful men who will entrust it to others right mm, yeah there is there is in Christianity this multiplicative imperative right, right. Um, and and part of that is me fighting for that right. Now, that command is not just for pastors. That's for every Christian, is to take your faith and give it to someone else who can then give it to someone else. That's how Christianity has grown for 2,000 years, right? right. It's necessary for all, but it's, like, super necessary for pastors. Um, because, as you said, DFW is growing like crazy. I think there's there's a statistic that I heard years ago that the equivalent of a 747 of people are moving into the DFW Metroplex every day. <laughs> That's several hundred people, yeah. right? And many of those are, get this, internationals, mm. right? Um, we live in a diversifying city, metroplex community. And so uh, coupling all that together, like my, my heart is to see young men who can preach and teach and pastor, not just preach and teach, but who can preach, teach, and pastor launched out to start their own churches, and again, if you if you ever come to Firewood, you'll see it's a small campus. We're landlocked. We're not going to be building any more buildings probably, I don't think, on this campus. Um, we can always do the – and again, man, I don't even that's, – that's a dream I haven't even entered my mind until we started talking. Like maybe we need to buy a new building in the future somewhere, but that's just not my – it's not what I would want to do. Like if we grew to the point where we were like, we need three services, I would say take one of those services and let's find a, you know something for them to, to move into. Hmm. Um, and you know, because 
Garland Rowlett, this area, it's it's growing, and I, I don't think there's even if every person in this area and community was reached, we would not, or if every person in this community were reached, we would not have enough church space to house them all. Hmm. So wow. should should God bring revival and people begin to flood into churches, like not just Firewheel, but any church on any corner, like there's not enough seats to help or to cover that. So we need to continue because if, you know, what what if it happens? It's it's happened in American history before. It'll God willing happen again. Yeah, I mean, um, you hear about yeah. it on college campuses now. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, exactly. It's, it's not it's not that far away from us, yeah. right? Um, it just takes one spark to ignite people's spiritual uh, renewal. Um, sometimes that's tragedy. Sometimes that's just it happens, right? Right. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of my thing. I that, that's my long term vision. I would love to see this. You know. I don't want a firewheel east, a firewheel west, and a firewheel central, but I would love to say, you know, that guy who's planted that huge growing church, you know, we're still mm-hmm. 200 people, but he's got a, you know, 800 up the road. Yeah, he he, he came out of firewheel, you know. <laughs> hey, you know that guy down in Houston who's got the 2,000-person church, right? Yeah, he came out of firewheel. Hey, you know that guy who's got that 50-person church down the road? He came out of firewheel, right? Hey, you know that guy who moved overseas and is ministering to an unreached people group in the middle of, the, you know, Nepal? He came out of firewheel. Yeah, you know that lady who's teaching nursing down at you know Baylor School of Nursing. Yeah, she came out of firewood. Like, that's that's um, that's what I think would be. That's my vision. I right. Yeah. So so not necessarily. <clears throat> who knows what it'll look like for yeah. Firewheel right. in the future? But it's more about growing people. Yeah. To yeah. spread the gospel to Correct. other yeah. to others. Yeah. It's much more about the influence that this church can have yeah. versus the the amount of people that we have. Like I don't I do care. I mean, obviously there's always a bone in the body of every human being that's like, I want numerical success. That does say something, right? Um uh, the Bible is not shy about hiding how the church grows and even records from time to time how many people it grew by. Um but that's never been the measure of success for the church. The measure of success has always been faithfulness. All right, man. Well, I'm excited for you. I'm looking forward to seeing what you have uh, in store for 2024 here at Firewheel and beyond for yes. sure. Um, so, all right, we're going to wrap this one up today and we'll see you next time on LeaderLink Podcast. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the LeaderLink Podcast. If you like what you heard, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And we want to know what you want to hear about when it comes to leadership. You can leave us a comment or send an email to info at jcleadershipconsulting.com. And we'll see you next time.